If you want to learn something new, would you rather learn it on your own from a random teacher or from folks who are the best of the best in that skill? I think I know which option most of you would choose. That's made possible by Masterclass. In recent months, they've added classes from the likes of Ava DuVernay, who gives us tips on how to reframe our thinking in all walks of life. One of our personal favorites recently was the one-on-one time we got with Amy Poehler in her class on preparing to be unprepared. So good. With Ava DuVernay. With over 180 world-class instructors and a 30-day money-back guarantee for new members, there's no reason not to get started today. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash hard things. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash hard things. Masterclass.com slash hard things. Think about how delicately you hold your baby, you dress your baby, and you feed your baby. We do that because they're adorable, of course, but also because their skin is delicate. Know this, there is only one diaper brand that we recommend to give you the gentle protective care your little one needs. And that's Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Their Swaddler's diaper absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin dry, healthy, and beautiful. And when you use Swaddlers in tandem with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, you'll keep your baby's skin healthy. The wipes are made from 100% plant-based cloth, and you won't have to worry about tearing. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. That's right. So download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Welcome to We Can Do Hard Things during the most time of the year. (laughs) Not necessarily the most wonderful time of the year, just the most time of the year where everything is just ratcheted up a few notches. Yep. Right. So our goal today and our intention is to bring us all together and just ratchet us down. Oh, well, sister's not doing a good job at that because she came onto the podcast looking fire today. You just, your hair is just on point. And I know I'm not supposed to objectify you. I think we can talk about her hair. Sister, you're so beautiful. You really are. Okay. You have a glow. You have a glow about you. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know where it comes from. Are you pregnant? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I would not be glowing if that was (laughs) Do you know what I realized this week? I have what? always, I have blow dried my hair. Blow dry? Who blow knows dry? what that is? Dry. It's blue dried or blow dried? I blew it. I blew it. The blue part is the, is the verb. So you so, blue dry your yeah. hair. You're going to I dried conjugate. it with an air dryer. Yeah. Like <laughs> six times in my life prior to this week because I just never knew. That's why at the beginning, remember we do these clips and people would say, why is Amanda's hair always wet in the yeah. clips? And that's because I would have taken a shower because I, if I take a shower, my hair's wet because I don't know how to dry it. I did it randomly last week 
because it was freezing outside. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's easy. It makes a big difference. I've gone 43 years just thinking it was something <laughs> impossibly hard that I would never be able to do. They, that and only happens it. at the salon. It can, it can only happen there. Yes. And speaking of the person who has the most agency, I don't know another person who has more agency than you. This is hysterical. Yeah, she could, well, make, it's not world, my lane. She could make world peace happen. She could make she a blow dryer. blow dryer. She could make a blow dryer. She could market a blow dryer. She could sell a fucking blow dryer. She just can't use a blow dryer, folks, until now. I'm, I'm amazed by it. It turns out you could just do it. I always just assumed it would take like an hour. And I was like, I don't value that outcome. Right. At our yes. cost to me. Exactly. So the ROI doesn't work for me, but it turns out it can be done in like six minutes. Totally different ROI. I'd like to note that I think a little bit we're having opposite revolutions. Sister. Yes, that's correct. Like I am having a revolution of fuck it with all of the things. <laughs> uh, no, really. Like I'm not, I don't want to wear clothes. Any, I don't want to do my hair. I don't, I'm not wearing makeup. I don't. I'm just stopping all of that. And your revolution is a little bit that you're starting all that. Because if I'm if I'm not mistaken, and I mean this with great respect, I don't think you showered for like four years. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yes, I think it goes, the bigger truth here is that there is no free way. There's no liberated way. Correct. It's just each person's path. Because I think your path is attending less to yourself in the regard of like outer appearances, outer, mm -hmm. et cetera. Mm -hmm. Me, I never paid any regard <laughs> to myself in that way. Mm -hmm. And so my revolution might be like, oh, you can actually do the treat for yourself yes. of occasionally changing out of the clothes you slept in. Yeah. yeah. I think it might have yeah. a little bit to do with the time of life that both of you are in, in terms of children. So right, right, right. you now have gone through the time where you don't have small children anymore. Sister is just now getting out of small children's mm -hmm. stage where you're just like survival mode for those first many years. Yeah, and it's like, servant. do I have time for showering? No, I don't. I'm going to go to sleep because I need sleep more than anything else. Yeah. I think it's like you're remembering that you are your own person yeah. and you're like trying to like feel into that. And you've gone through that stage because our kids are a little, little, little older. Yeah. And I, I love the idea of, of everybody's next step is different. Like we can all be moving forward in our evolution and they can be opposite things. I remember a decade ago, I was standing in a line at Marshall's. And if anyone has ever stood in a line at a Marshall's, you know that you age there, right? <laughs> but, you just, I mean, just, you spend a year there. Um, and I was- Marshall's and Ross dress for less. Ross, Ross dress just, for less. Like Home when goods. I think of my childhood, it's going to be like, mom, dad, you are cats and Marshall's and Ross dress for less. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We spent so many years in that line. And I remember about a decade ago, I was standing in that line and there was a woman in front of me and this dude kind of cut, you know, Mm -hmm. And she and I ended up having this conversation. And this is what we realized. In that moment, she was trying to work up the nerve to say something to that guy. Mm. Because that was her next step to like get up the fire, to get up the like 
gumption or moxie or whatever Mm -hmm. to say something. I was struggling equally internally and I was trying to get the inner peace to not knock that guy out. Yes. Her next step was try to be more lion. And my next step was try to be more lamb. And we were both (laughs) moving in the right direction with opposite outcomes, which is why you can't ever judge what somebody else is doing because their next step might be the absolute opposite of what Mm. progress is for yours. Yes. There's no linear liberation. You're finding yourself on the loop that you're in. The exact same thing happened to me this weekend. I was out with John eating dinner and we got almost to the end and he goes, I just cannot believe that you have not said anything about that woman who's over there on her phone during her oh. dinner. And he was like, honestly, I have never seen such a thing out of you because usually I'll see something and it will upset me so much. And I'm totally. like, she's so, and she's there with her partner. And oh my God, do you think they have talked to each other? Do you think they hate each other? And I could, mm-hmm. and then I was like, well, now I can't be annoyed because you pointed out to me, but always <laughs> I would identify every single thing in the well, room that there was to be annoyed about. We're hypervigilant yes. because of lots of things. So right. what do you attribute that to? I was going to ask And that. were you actually really thinking about that no. woman the whole time? And you, oh, no. Whoa. Well, what know. do you, what is this? I don't know. Oh, Sissy, I'm happy TBD. for you and for John. TBD on this. Because what happens with our hypervigilance is it ruins the person we're with's experience because they're worried that we're worried about the person on the phone. Everybody's life is ruined. Oh my gosh. And now, so what I'm experiencing a little bit with Glennon now is with some of her therapy she's going through, I'm looking at her less. Mm -hmm. I'm less attuned Mm -hmm. because she is less vigilant. Like what John was doing is he's looking at you being like, oh, when is this going to happen? When is she going to say something? What? This is weird. Why hasn't she said something? And so it's going to take some time for him to unwind from your yeah. anxiety or hypervigilance in those social scenarios. You mean we're not pissed about this? We're not. Yes. Oh, we're not pissed about I this. I know. It's amazing. amazing. I feel that way very much right now with you. I'm like, oh, I, I can just be here. I don't have to be worrying about your experience and how I need to, you know, matrix this up for us. So we're both doing that thing where What's we're trying on? to become less controlling of our environments so mm-hmm. that we can enjoy life and everyone else can who loves us. Mm. So there's one thing that happened with me in therapy yesterday that I wanted to share because I feel like it might help everybody at the holiday season. Hmm. Okay. Great. So I am in therapy, like pretty intense therapy again, which I'll explain to all of you in January. I want to give myself a little bit more time, but I have this amazing new therapist who I love very much. Okay. Hi, therapist. So thank you to all the therapists, by the way. (laughs) Thank you. you, The first responders of the world. So I'm in therapy yesterday. And now my therapist is a genius and a wise, wise woman. And also she's a little bit like me where she lives on a bit of a different plane. So she has tried to listen to a couple of our podcasts, but she doesn't know where they are because they're like in the cloud or something. And so she says to me, can you send me some of your podcasts? And I say, sure. But obviously I don't know how to send her a podcast. I don't know where they are. I don't know where they live. So I just ignore that request. And so yesterday I get on therapy and she says, so I found one of your podcasts. I listened and it was great. And she was very kind about it. And then she said, I noticed, she didn't say this word, but what I'm going to translate to buzzy energy. Mm. I noticed your 
energy, what she was trying to explain to me is that she noticed that a little bit hyper kind of like um, high level energy anxiety that is not just pure energy, kind of a little bit like fear-based or something. I don't know, like buzzy, high energy. Yes. Yeah. Like performing maybe energy, anxiety energy, buzzy energy, not calm energy. And I thought that was interesting. So we talked about that for a little while. And then she asked me if I, if I've been noticing that energy again in my life. And I ended up starting to talk about Christmas. Mm. And I said, you know, this time at last, last holiday was like a huge rock bottom for me and a lot went down. And so, you know, I mean, the holidays, man, it's like everything you love. I don't know. It's the most time of the year. There's like more reflection. There's more distraction. There's more grief. If you've had grief, there's more expectation of joy. Mm -hmm. It's like Mm -hmm. forced joy. And if you're not feeling joy, then you're the worst. Anyway. And perfection. Yeah. And perfection. Right. So she was asking me why I, and I feel all of this buzzy energy, stress, anxiety in the holidays. And I explained to her that since the family comes to me, that since I'm a mom, I feel like this is my thing to like host and make perfect and make beautiful and make it like the best thing ever. And yada, every year has to be the best Christmas ever. I had just said, it has to be like the best thing. I'm making like this big thing. And she said, what if you are the thing? Mm. You are. And I was like, what? And she goes, what if on the podcast, like with your family, when you're on a stage speaking, when you're writing, when you're with your kids getting ready for Christmas, what if you are the thing? What if you don't have to constantly buzzy, prepare up, perfect? What if the thing isn't like the perfect presence and the perfect whatever? And what if in obsessing about creating that thing or you on the podcast, like nailing it, saying the perfect thing, getting all the the words out right, making all your points. What if that's not the thing? What if just your presence is the thing? And all of that buzzy energy in perfecting the thing actually means that you're not there at all. And the thing isn't even there. Well, that's fascinating. If that's the case, then theoretically that would work in an ecosystem where everyone was allowed just to be their thing, right? Because presumably if you're the thing, then your daughter's the thing, then Abby's the thing. Everyone's the thing. And as long as everyone is permitted to be their own thing, then everyone can just enjoy and be. Yeah. And when you bring extended family, you know, my family comes, our parents come, there's descending on you a whole bunch of other dynamics that presupposes that you can just remain being your thing even with those Mm -hmm. influences present. So I think part of, if I could take a wild stab in the dark, part of the energy comes from your inherent knowing that what your therapist said is true and your defensiveness of, I'm not going to let your influence rattle the preciousness of this thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
The weather's getting warmer, which is wonderful because we can say bye-bye to big bulky sweaters and jackets and hello to shorts and tees. I just ordered three of Quince's muscle tanks. Check out their European linen shirt dress. I got it in the blue and white stripes. Classic. It's beautiful and summery and gorgeous and linen, and it was less than $50. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and Quince cuts out the costs of the middleman and passes the savings to us. But they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. You will love all of it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince dot com slash hard things for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q U I N C E dot com slash hard things to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince dot com slash hard things. I think that there has to be a third way because if my anxiety is you're going to be different. You're going to be different than what? Like I've created this perfect Christmas or this perfect holiday, which does not include you being you. It's that thing we get back to on this podcast over and over again, which is the thing that screws us up most is the picture in our head of how it's supposed to be. So Mm -hmm. the thing that screws up our holidays is the picture in our head of how it's supposed to be. So the reason why you extended family, when you come and you be yourself and I'm upset is because Mm. you're not matching what I decided this holiday was going to be. Yes. So maybe the gift we give ourselves is just like burning the picture. And the only thing that I know for sure, I just feel like the reason that I try so hard to control environments and you try to control the environments is because we don't feel safe in our own bodies. Mm. Like we create these safe outer things because we don't know how to be safe inside ourselves. And I don't know exactly what I'm saying, but there has to do, there has to be a third way where it's like what you're doing with the holiday expectation is like you're holding holidays in the palm of your hand, but you are just making the hardest fist going. Everybody needs to be and do this holiday perfect Mm -hmm. instead of just opening it up and having it all in the palm of your hand going, everybody gets to be here Mm -hmm. and experience this holiday. And, and we have to make the holiday what it is. You can't make Christmas. What is, I think that that's what caused so much suffering last year Mm -hmm. is we moved to a new house. We moved to a new place. We tried to make it this beautiful, outrageous experience. We thought we're all going to get along. Everyone's going to be It's going to be perfect. Everyone's going to, you know. And, and then it wasn't. And then everybody is just who they are always, yes. including me. Yes. So there has to be room for everybody to be who they are mm. and everything to be what it is. And this idea that I can prepare my way to perfection ruins it for me and for everybody else because what always happens in our family is that then everybody feels my energy of like I need every this to be perfect and then everyone walks on eggshells and I don't want that mm. this holiday. So what I think I'm thinking is I am the thing. And if I'm going to believe that, then I also have to 
also know that you are the thing yes. and Chase is the thing and Tish is the thing and Emma is the thing and dad is the thing, mom is the thing, Craig is the thing, Abby is the thing. And all of these things just have to coexist without trying to control or change each other. It's like, right? It's like a sturdiness to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it's a sturdiness because I think when you grow up as a matter of survival, you're not sturdy in your own way. You're adapting mm-hmm. to the needs around you. You are acclimating and placating. And then as you grow up, you think you're not acting according to the dictates of your family of origin, but you actually are because you're Mm -hmm. acting in direct opposition to them. That's right. That's right. It's like when you say that, you know, um, rebellion is just as much as a cage. As obedience. As obedience. Yes. If you're rebelling against that, then you are still not sturdy because Mm -hmm. you are waving this flag of this is not how we do it. And this is how we do it. And I will defend the rights of this family to do it a different way. But that's not sturdy. That's not peaceful. And I think what you're saying is when you say perfection, you don't mean so the bows are all made of satin and Mm -mm. everything is glittery. I think your idea of perfection is that we can be sturdy in our peace Mm -hmm. and our joy throughout this regardless of anybody else in this ecosystem and what they're operating from. Mm -hmm. Like that we can let them be them and we can maintain the sturdiness of our own peace. And that that is kind of the goal. Yeah. I think for like the rest of my life, Mm -hmm. I seriously think that this holiday and what I'm working on in therapy and is this new phase of life which is, it's so fascinating to me because it, for some reason, like the big metaphors in my books are, are often about yoga. And, you know, in Love Warrior, the big life metaphor for me was I can stay in this room no matter what's happened. It was like this hot yoga. And I was like, no matter what happens in here, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. I'm, I'm melting, but I'm going to stay on this damn mat. And that was like, you know, my 20s and 30s. And then in Untamed, it was like the metaphor was, oh, I can just pick up my mat and leave this room. I don't have to be in this hot room anymore with these people. Like the doors aren't (laughs) even locked. locked, yeah. Yeah. I can stand up and walk out of here. I don't have to put up with this shit. I don't have to. I'm free. And then I was telling Abby, I was in yoga again a month ago or something. And I was in this room and there was this love bug of an instructor from the East coast. And she just was doing very serious, hard things. And I thought, this is not how we do it here, but okay. It was like (laughs) very hard. And so at first I was trying to keep up Mm -hmm. and my body was like, no, 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 no. So then I was like, okay, I'm just going to leave. And then I was like, I don't have to leave. Mm -hmm. Like I can stay in this room, get my experience of yoga, which is just like sit here and breathe. I don't have to do the things that anyone else is doing here. I mean, it's a little weird. It's a little embarrassing to just sit on your mat and not 
do anything while the East Coast instructor's yelling to do things. <laughs> I think it's funny that you're East Coasting, West Coast. I just felt like the energy of that. And I sat on my mat and just did nothing and breathed for 20 minutes. And I didn't have to leave. And it was a sturdiness. Mm-hmm. I had no boundaries and I just was tough it out, do the thing for forever. And then I was like, oh, I, I don't have to stay here. I'm out of here. And now I'm like, I can stay and be me. Yeah. Like that's the next step. And that's what I, I want to do this Christmas because I've walked out of so many things. I've boundaried myself out of connection and out of peace because I'm always trying to make myself safe. I'm always trying to make myself safe from other people, like safe from food, safe from people, safe from dynamics, safe from the past, safe from whatever. But what if I can be safe where I am? Uh, is that the final frontier for you? Is, I think so. Is to just be able to be yourself wherever you are? Yeah, and let other people be themselves wherever right. I am. I think it's like when you grow up like us, it's like, are they okay? Are they okay? Mm-hmm. And your whole life is oriented towards what do I need to do to make them okay? Okay, mm-hmm. they're okay. They're okay. If they're okay, we're okay. It's okay. Because you're not really okay, but that's not the question you're asking yourself. You're asking, are they okay? Mm-hmm. Then you grow up and then you're like, am I okay? You used to police everything you did mm-hmm. to make sure they were okay. Mm-hmm. Then your second step is you're policing everything they do because yes. you're like, am I okay? Is this okay with me? This is not okay. Mm-hmm. Now I have to like be, that's not okay. And let me tell you what's not okay. And we don't do it this way in this house. Mm-hmm. Not so much with your words, but with your energy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Am I okay? And then the third place is I am okay. Damn. Yes. And it doesn't matter. I'm going to be okay. You're going to have to make sure you're okay because mm-hmm. I'm not doing that job anymore. And I'm no longer asking if what you're doing is going to impact if I'm okay. Yeah. My job is to be okay. Mm. Yeah. It's good. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. I know I've been there before and... I feel like I'm always expected to know everything despite having all of these questions. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, good news. Now all that info is in one place on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself, but even better. They've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools with info like student-to-teacher ratios. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. So, having said all that. Thanks for sharing that all. I know. Because I think when you say things out loud, it really helps 
orient the person you want to be. And I've noticed a big shift that's happening in you and it's beautiful. Thank you, love. It affects everything. It's obviously so seen in the holiday thing, but it is very much how I do everything. I show up for work or the podcast or, or anything thinking I have to deliver the thing. It's this buzzy energy that always shows up when I think I'm not good enough. So I have to prepare this self that will show up, which is why, talk to my therapist about this, which is why I have always been like, I have to quit soon. It's like that thing that somebody said to me early on in my career in New York, I was supposed to go into this scary meeting with this scary people. And I said, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to say? And Whitney said, you just have to go in there and be yourself. And I said to Whitney, I don't know how much longer I can keep that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this idea of what if, oh my God, if I could just go, I saw my daughter. Tish had her first musical, she live had a concert, she had her first live performance yeah. at the Troubadour mm-hmm. in Hollywood. A week before the performance, I was like, okay, so do you want to get your outfit ready? What are we going to wear? She looked at me like, what? And I was like, I mean, do you want to like go get your outfit ready? Do you want to blah, blah, blah? Mm-hmm. She was like, no. She was confused She's like, about I'll, the question. I'll think about it the she morning. She was like, I'll just decide that morning and yeah. I'm probably just going to wear my flannel. I was like, okay. I watched this child, 16-year-old girl, before the concert, we got to the thing. I was buzzy energy. Like, oh holy God. shit, how is she going to do this? Crowd there. She's 16 years old. She's never played before on stage. It's the troubadour. There's all these other acts because it's this combo thing. A lot of these other acts are like costumed up. They are background singers. There are people. There are whatever. Performances. Tish's energy is just, you were there, sister. You were there, I've never Eddie. seen anything like it. No. Her energy was just the same as it always is. She was kind of a little bit lighthearted, a little bit serious, steady, steady. I was like, how is she, she maintaining was this energy? Sturdy. She was sturdy as shit. Yes. We're all up in this like balcony part looking down. She's about to go on. We've got Chase on FaceTime at college. She steps onto the stage. She's wearing her docks, her drip jeans, her flannel that she wears every day. Every other day. She, her hair is exactly the same as it is every day. She doesn't have a touch of makeup on. She's exactly her. She stands up there with her guitar and she opens up her mouth and she just gets spiritually naked on stage. Her voice is like shattered crystal. She's the realest thing I've ever seen on stage the realest, most beautiful thing I've ever seen on stage. And she's exactly who she is when she's on our couch Mm -hmm. and no one's there. And then she steps off stage. The crowd is going crazy because people lose their minds when they see the truth, Mm -hmm. when they are in the presence of presence and not a performance, but a revelation. She wasn't performing. She was revealing herself. Mm -hmm. And the crowd went crazy. We were stunned. Yeah. And we went to her after, of course, our, we were 
buzzing like nobody's business. We didn't know what she was until we saw her on stage. We didn't know. And she was completely steady afterwards. She wasn't even buzzing afterwards. We had seen this thing happen that we were so stunned by. And and she was so steady. She was happy, but she wasn't surprised. Yeah. She wasn't surprised. I said, aren't you... Aren't you freaking out? What just happened? Like, look at them. The, the crowd is freaking out. And she goes, well, I, that's what I knew. I knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she carried on with her day. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her and I thought, if I could do life like that, mm-hmm. if I could not lose myself to do my job, if I could be the same everywhere and not assign more importance to any one moment than the other, like, just show up and be myself everywhere. I could do this my whole life. Well, I guess the question I have is, what do you think the reasons are that you have carried on this way for so long? Like, what's the root of it? Like, what's the truthy truth inside of it? The worthiness part. That's it. It has to be not thinking you're good enough, not really believing that I'm good enough to just show up as me. But it's not knowing who me is for so long, too. Yeah. And it's the mysterious, could it be of this therapy time and this time of my life is what if it is true Mm. that I could just show up as me. And by the way, this is what it's all, you know, change, not dressing up to the, not wearing makeup. Like all of this is part of the experiment. Sure. I think it's really interesting that you've raised three children to look inside of themselves for their worthiness. And Uh, it's something that you're, you've been chasing maybe your whole life. I think it's really fascinating. Well, I can look inside myself and what I find is 49 hours of preparation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I look inside myself. I just find a lot of hustle. Anyway, I think it's awesome that I'm not going to get too Jesus-y with my my Christmas talk right now, but one of my favorite Christmas carols is the whole prepare him room one. Let every heart prepare oh, yeah, him room. Yeah, yeah. Right. And him and sing. Thank you, Sissy. Mm-hmm. And I just love, I keep thinking about this, all the stories about like they showed up at the inn and there was no room. They showed up at the doors uh, the, here, there, and there, and there was no room. There's no room. There's no room. There's no room. And I just think this holiday about that and about how in our preparation for perfection, we leave no room for what is. Mm -hmm. And we don't leave any room for our own peace. And we don't leave room for our people to be themselves. We just like squeeze everybody out of the picture so that we can make this perfect picture of what somebody told us it's supposed to be. And so I just think this holiday Maybe we just burn the picture and we just prepare room for it to be what it is. And if you've had loss this year and you have grief, then you just make room for that. Mm-hmm. And if you have had divorce and you have had death and you have had pain and there's room for all of that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the idea of Christmas is that everybody else was looking for this king in all the shiny places and the joy and the peace and the beauty was in the most unexpected 
dark corner. Mm-hmm. So I think my prediction is that when we leave room for ourselves and our people and what is, that the magic just comes and we don't have to force it. That's good. Mm. There's also a cost to that pursuit of perfection that we are very aware of now. Yeah. Yeah. The, yes. There's a real cost to you, to the experience. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it shinier. It just makes it muddled. Yeah. I-X-L. Remember those three letters the next time your child asks you for help on homework. IXL Learning is an online learning community for kids that covers core subjects like math, science, and social studies in a helpful, feedback-driven way. So the fact that we cannot help our children with our homework now, which I actually cannot and stop being able to help them with after fourth grade, has been solved. IXL Learning's advanced algorithm is backed by research and in studies done in nearly every state across the country, those who use IXL are consistently performing better in school. Plus, their subscription covers pre-K to 12th grade and that wide range of ages and subjects is one of the many reasons why IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And We Can Do Hard Things listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash we can. Visit IXL.com slash we can if you cannot help your child with their homework anymore. And there, get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I think that part of especially... I would venture to guess a lot of the folks listening to this are folks like us who have been conscripted into a hustle army Mm -hmm. and who, if things aren't going well, we think it's because we're not enough. Mm -hmm. And if things are going well, Mm -hmm. we think it's because we are kicking our own asses. And if we want things to keep going well, we better sure as shit keep kicking our own asses because we are making it happen. And I think the prepare room is a little bit like, what if not? Mm -hmm. What if we could have some ease and have joy? What if we could have these beautiful careers and make time to blow dry our hair? (laughs) What if we could, you know, be with our parents and keep our peace? Yeah. What if there's room for all of it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What if it's not our martyrdom that is making the world go around? (laughs) There's a little bit of a Christmas message in that. There is. That we are not our own Messiah. Yeah. (laughs) Or our family's Messiah. (laughs) Joy to the world. There's a different God and it (laughs) is not us. (laughs) Let every heart. So that is our holiday holiday message. message. And by the way, I'm not just like thinking this, I'm doing it. You know, I told the kids, everybody's getting like a a third of the presents they usually get. Which thank you, baby Jesus, for calling that rule. That's the best thing that ever happened to me. 
Yeah, it's done. Four gifts per kid. It's amazing. That's the yeah. best thing you've ever done for our family. It was like a month ago that I was like, tell us a few things you want. Yeah. And then I bought the things and then it's done. And just so the those listening know, there was instant panic, right? On children's faces. And it has since gone away because they, they too understand that excessive presence is in fact ridiculous. And so- Well, it, life is just it, expectations. Yeah. Once exactly. you set your expectations, yes. you get on board. They and if it's 30 that, gifts, you're going to wish it was 40. That's right. If it's four gifts, you're going to wish it was 10. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes. We're just refined, always going to wish for more. They refine right. their gift choices then. They were like, oh, I got to whittle this down. I got yeah, yeah. to prioritize here. And, and then think they're that, not spending their entire December just wanting things. Yeah. Making up wants to have so they can tell me what they are. I'm going to put a big bow on my forehead. And I'm going to say, I, my presence is your present. <laughs> I, I am it. I am, I it. am it. You know, you thought presents were the thing, but my therapist told me, kids, I am the thing. You are. You are welcome. You are. You are the greatest present <sighs> to all of us. You are such a love. And you are too, sister. Hmm. Pod squad. You, you are too, Abby. You are too, baby. We well, we all you. know that. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Standard. <laughs> we are so grateful to you, pod squad, for doing life with us. We actually are going to come back. On Thursday with beautiful and brutiful holiday stories from you. And we're going to celebrate together. We love you, Pod Squad. Bye. I give you Tish Melton and Brandy Carlisle. I walked through fire. I came out the other side.
is produced in partnership with Cadence 13 Studios. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, or wherever you get your podcasts. Especially be sure to rate and review the podcast if you really liked it. If you didn't, don't worry about it. It's fine.